Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. She'll even tell you how to get your kids to help out. Wait, what? Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. Hi, I'm Jen Hardy. I'm a collector of eclectic diseases, mom, wife, author, podcaster, and community builder. Go to hardymom.com where you'll find everything you need to start living well with health challenges. Today, I have the privilege of talking to Anna Russell. That may be a name that you've never heard before, but it's a name that you are going to remember for the rest of your life. Miss Anna is a rock star. She is a grandma. She recently had her 26th great-grandchild. She's got 22 grandkids, five kids of her own. She has been married to her husband, Ron, for 63 years. She's a writer. She's done some amazing things like working on a tabloid. She's got health issues, and she's here to tell us what the heck we need to be focusing on as moms and what really is not going to matter to us or our kids decades from now. So if you don't want to waste your time worrying about all these things and know what is really important from someone who has had the time to look back and know, you definitely want to listen to this episode. Here she is, Anna Russell. Well, hello, Anna. It is amazing to have you be with me today. Thank you so much for coming. I am excited. It's awesome. So can you start out by telling me a little bit about your family? Okay. We have the 26th great grandkid was just born. We have like 22 grandkids, five kids. When we get together, it's awesome. (laughs) And recent years, we're not doing that. But we have lived in a number of places, although we're not military. Um. Uh, Ron is not as uh, mobile as he once was. And I have always done a lot of writing. Once in a while I get published, but no books. Anything else? Um, no, I think that's, I think that's and there good. There he goes. So, yeah, there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> Hi, Ron. My husband loves to come in when I'm recording and have a cameo. So, yes, yes. Yeah. We've been married uh, 63 years and we were in high school together. So, that's like 67 years or something like that. We've known each other. That's amazing. So, were you high school sweethearts or? Um, yes. We both loved horses and. We met that way at a horse show, and then um, uh, four years in high school, we were in the same homeroom three years. Our senior year, we were across from each other in the uh, room, across the aisle from each other, and we started dating November of that year, and were uh, engaged the next April, and the next year, we were married. Oh, that's great. Okay. So what year were you a senior? Uh, 58. That is 58. That's amazing. See, I love stories like that where you met and you fell in love and 26 grandkids later, here you are. Yeah. (laughs) You know, 
That's beautiful. So I'm sure that you have so many amazing stories about your life, but I'd love to start with some of your advice for moms that are maybe just starting out or are just struggling to keep it all together. What are some things, because I know at this point in your life, you can think, okay, these are the things that really mattered, right? What I guess we'll start there. What really matters as you look back and maybe what didn't really matter? Okay. This is something that mattered. My okay. mother implemented this and I used a form of it. There are several forms out there, but this is the one that worked with my two sisters and myself. Okay. So Anna's showing us a picture of a calendar and it's got different jobs written down or chores, however you say, it, and then somebody's name next to each one and they they rotate. It looks like each week. Yes. Yes. That's fantastic. And uh, that does a number of things. It helps the child to feel like they've accomplished something, but that they're a part of something. Um, my two sisters and I talk about this regularly. We learned so much through that method that has empowered us through the years. Um, we didn't know we were learning. And so the daily skills that we brought into our adult life have been great. Um, I would like to see a lot more children do that, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so my, my children have, they have the same jobs though, and they do get really bored. We call them jobs instead of chores. I don't know. That's just our thing. But, um, but I always have them do the same thing. And I like your idea of changing it up, but I know for example, when every one of my older kids went to college, they were the only ones who knew how to do their laundry and cook and take care of themselves because no one's learning that right now. And I think That's a lot right. of parents feel guilty. But what you're saying is don't feel guilty having them do things. No. Um, how can a mother, be it a stay-at-home mother or a working mother, how can she do it all? She's not the one who dirtied everything or... You, I won't go there. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Absolutely. And, you know, especially because we homeschool. And so my children are home all day. And so they have more, I think, more chores than other people would. But it's because they're consistently eating yes. and drinking and getting things out. And and um, and it's I think it's vitally important. So I, I love your idea. And we'll have a picture of the calendar that you showed in the show notes so that people can look at that. I think that's fantastic. And you dealt with health issues while you were doing all this too, didn't you? That what? You had, you had some health problems as well. Oh yes. Yes. Um, when, when our fifth child was born, I didn't know what my problem was, but I couldn't do anything. I had to have everything equal. If I opened a door, it had to be two-handed. Whether it was vacuuming, cooking, laundry, I couldn't carry my baby um, because scoliosis had a curve in my neck. And it took a length of time to discover that and to find a method for correcting it. Uh, I started swimming, laps. Uh, I'd set her on the edge of the pool. By that time, she's a year and a half old. Set her on the edge of the pool because she didn't want in the water. 
and I would do a lap and I'd come back. And then we were mama whale and baby whale and, you know. So after, what, after five years, I didn't have pain at night. And uh, I swam for 20-some years. And then I started teaching swim lessons. Um, yeah, that was an interesting time of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard, when, especially when you have a baby and you really don't feel well. It's, it's a struggle. Oh, my. Yeah. So, and then you had restless leg, too. Oh, right. That one. That one. <laughs> yes, that started. I, I'm not sure when it started exactly, but when I was uh, pregnant the first time at 19, I tried the relaxation techniques that Dr. Grantley Dick Reed suggested to do natural childbirth. I couldn't relax, no matter how hard I tried. That was my first clue. Restless leg syndrome robs you of your sleep because it's not until you lay down on that bed that it wants to say hi and it wants to walk, run, skip, jump. And so I discovered that a, a, the right amount of exercise during a day and about 15 minutes uh, nap or lay down, whatever, rest, benefited and uh i said i'm 82 and i still struggle with it it's something that can be helped with medication but it's better if you can like i said exercise and stay away from chocolate oh really? do you know how hard that is oh yeah oh, that's real hard caffeine is not friendly so but it um, there are a number of people who have it. It is also hereditary. My dad had it. My brother, a sister, several of the grandchildren. Yeah. So you had that and the everything and you still, and how many, you had five kids altogether? Yes, five. That's amazing. Okay. So what are the things that maybe you thought were really important when you were raising them that maybe you realize weren't so important? Because I think when you're a new mom, there's so many things. Everyone gives you so much information, you know? Yesterday, a great-grandchild, five years old, was here. And Ari and I were going to play a game. And the dishes uh, had started. And the daughter, grand, my daughter said, Mom, are you going to finish these dishes? I said, there's something more important right now. Uh, we did not give our grandchildren gifts we gave them experiences like cousin camp if they're here we play games board games you know um, or go for a walk uh, did I answer your question you did you did I think that is a real a vitally important thing to know is that the dishes are always going to be there. There's never going to be a day you don't have dishes or laundry, but there will be a day when your children are at home or your grandkids aren't at mm -hmm. home. And I think to remember that there was a book called the tyranny of the urgent. Oh yeah. And it talked about how we do all these things that are urgent, that we think are urgent, but we leave the important things to by the uh -huh. wayside. And so. I think it was Susanna Wesley, John Wesley's mother, was asked how she, what she did for time with her 10 kids. And uh, she said, 
I make sure that each child has 10 minutes of concentrated time. And that, you know, that means you're not doing the dumb stuff. The phone, yeah. Um, anytime you can get the child to do something with you, they benefit more than you do probably because it's one daughter said, but mom, it is so much easier to do it myself than to tell my kid how to do it. Right, But, but that spend- training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yes, it is harder for the first week or month or whatever, but then after that you have a child that can do that thing. Yes. Yeah. So, definitely. It, uh, this is a little, um, this is about an adult granddaughter. She was struggling with all issues in life. And she asked me to go with her to see about a car. Well, her grandfather, Ron had told her, no, he wouldn't sign for it, but she wanted me to go with her. And she took care of the whole thing by herself. And afterwards she said, oh, grandma, I did that all by myself. And little kids feel the same way too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think circling back when you said 10 minutes a day, I think if you're listening and you think, well, 10 minutes a day with my child isn't enough. I think what you're talking about, Anna, though, is that completely focused look in your eyeballs time. And yes, if you have an hour or five hours a day to do that with your child, that's fantastic. But I know for me, when my husband was working, I would tell him 15 minutes a day, right, just 15 minutes a day per child. And when you're in the middle of working and running from here to there, that is difficult. And I I think as parents, we forget that that little bit of time to them is huge. So thank you for reminding us of that. One day, um, let's see, how old were these kids? The grandkids were able to be without a car seat. So I suppose they were five and six years old. And I had to go across town to find a missing uh, mower part. And right beside the part was a dead baby snake. So I picked it up and I got in the truck and we headed home. And on the way home, I made up a song about it. Do you know those kids love that? They, uh, that the fact that we could talk about something that was interesting to them. Yep. When three of our grandkids lived with us, I see they were, um, I think they were in maybe middle grade school age. Uh, I've always put uh, melodies to scriptures. So this one was, um, Make a tree good and its fruit will be good and the whole thing. And I sang it to them. This grandson now is in his late 20s. He came in a week or so ago and he sang that. He said, Grandma, I don't think you thought I was listening. (laughs) They pick up more than we think they do. And what a great gift, though. What a great gift to know that you've been able to give them those memories that last forever. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I think that's so very important. It really yeah. is. So what do you think the, the most important or maybe the top three important things? So it's the time. That would cl- definitely be one. What are some other things that, that if a mom is totally overwhelmed, there are so many things going on. What would be some of the things that would be best for her to focus on? I remember my grandmother reading to me. Um, and so I... 
maybe for that reason, I read to them. One, when they're little, they can sit on your lap. There's that contact and your voice going into them. One way or the other, the 10 minutes or the reading, um, I think that would be top. Bedtime stories seem to be important to the kids. What would be the other? Having something that they can do beside you, even if you have to invent it. I think I think those would be the three I would select. Okay. And I think you gave a great example of that when you needed to do your laps and the baby was right there. Yes. You were right there if she did fall in the pool, right? And yes. but but you probably wouldn't because they did not want to go near that water, you know? Uh-huh. And so and you're right about inventing things because they don't know that it's something you just made up that that minute, you know? Or the songs like the songs you made up. You know? Yeah. They're not just made up songs to your ch- to your grandchildren. Those are their songs. They just are yeah. songs. Uh, this is not off subject, but close to it. Um, so the four-year-old wanted to know where her mother was. And I said, she'll be here pretty soon. And the, the child kept fussing. So I said, uh, wait for the wagon, wait for the wagon, wait for the wagon, and we'll count to 10. And then we slowly count to 10. And if she's not here, we sing it again. There's just any number of things that you can do to appease them, to change their minds, you know. And I like that in a positive way. Yes. That is a great thing. wonder if I was that patient with my children. (laughs) What you've given your family is such a true gift, Anna. It's beautiful. And it's just great that you're sharing it with us too, because your life is so exciting. If, If you are listening right now, Anna is writing, she's, she's writing her life. And I don't know if the world will ever be able to hear the story, but she has got some amazing things. We're in a writing group together and I have the pleasure of meeting with her every week. And she's done some interesting things. For instance, working for a tabloid. Yes. Can you tell, tell about that a little bit? That sounds very interesting. Well, I uh, had a friend said that a man needed a, a girl Friday and Dr. Green was a Parkinsonian was a Parkinson's disease patient. And um, his paper Parkinsonian people went out monthly to different people, primarily the, uh, the patients. And so I did a little bit of everything. Um, he, he, could drive, but other cars coming at him uh, aggravated him, agitated him, made him nervous. So I was his chauffeur. Uh, sometimes it was to the doctor. He had to give blood because he had too much blood. Um, what else? And I got to edit pe- uh, articles as well as write some. He did a fundraiser once or twice a year. Um, that was interesting. I learned a great deal. I learned that restless leg syndrome comes under the umbrella of Parkinson's disease. So what I learned about Parkinson's um, helped me with my condition. Now we have a son who has Parkinson's. So um, let's see. 
those are the main things about that. I thought of another important thing to do with your child. Go for walks. That's one of the things that uh, one of our children said they remember the best, going for walks. And then we look at different kinds of leaves, different kinds of rocks, throw rocks, oh, you know, whatever. If it wasn't thundering and lightning, we walked in the rain. My kids love to play in the rain mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. I, and I don't know why people don't let their kids play in the rain, you know, because it is, I have fun playing in the rain, you know, I mean, unless I'm going out somewhere that I don't like playing in the rain, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Oh, that's amazing. And then so, I had the opportunity to, um, because I had gotten acquainted with an editor in a mountain town, um, he asked me to do some articles one summer. I enjoyed that immensely because I like to help people tell their story. And I got to interview all kinds of people. And then when I came back to Tyler, I showed them to the leader of Write With Grace. Uh, she teaches writing and had also been nominated for Pulitzer Prize in writing, investigative writing. She said, oh, Anna, this is good. Yes. <laughs> so well, That's fantastic. And you were a reporter for a newspaper? That was it. it uh, oh, that was it? Okay. Silver World. Yeah, that is amazing. In Lake City, Colorado. And do you manage apartments now, or is that something that you did before? What was that? The apartment managing? Oh, yes. Um Okay, I went from 22 years as a homemaker, that was my career, into the business world. And I forget how many years I did that. Well, one day Ron came home and said, hey, I bought some apartments. So um, 30 of them, I think. And I, he worked full time at a, at a job. And so I basically did everything, the make ready, the uh, collecting of rent, etc. You know, the whole thing. Here is something that I have done for a number of years. I've always been an outdoors person and I have um, make myself exercise almost every day. And right now I'm doing T-TAP, T-A-P-P. Um, I, I can sweat and not jump up and down or run. I like it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay. And so yeah. what's the name of that again? T hyphen T A P P. Okay. And I get it through YouTube. You can also go to their website and purchase different products. Uh, they have in 15 minutes, you can do a, a great workout. Well, that's amazing. And that's great for some people like me who can't, you know, I can't do regular exercise or go for a run or whatever, because yes. I'll be in bed for weeks. So yeah. something like that would be fantastic. So and because I tweaked my knee last week, I had to do the sit down type. I still sweat in 15 minutes and felt my muscles glow afterwards. It's I encourage anybody and everybody, no matter what the age. Okay. Well, I'll definitely have a link to that in the show notes as well so that people can can check that out because I think that's amazing. All right. And as we wrap up, do you have any parting words or anything? If somebody is listening and they're just 
maybe struggling as a mom, do you have some words of encouragement for someone? The most important thing is um, keep in touch with God, be in the scriptures. I encourage a number of people. Writing is important to me for several reasons. I wish I had, I don't have it in here, but I have stacks of journals. I journal at least four days a week, sometimes more. And um, a few days ago, there was a woman screaming. She was so upset. And uh, I, I told her that what she would be encouraged to do is write what she's feeling. So she wrote three pages while she sobbed and felt better afterwards and did feel better for several days. So journal, write a sentence a day is as good as anything. Okay, yeah. that's great to know. All right. An well, exercise. <laughs> keep moving, right? Move it or keep lose it. Moving, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And and grab a little hand and take them with you and, and walk, if nothing else, right? Yes, yes, indeed. Because then you're helping both of you out. Yes. Yeah, I find that having young people, like we have a five-year-old every day who comes in. This weekend, there's going to be a birthday party for, um, I think Lucas is turning three or four, and his brother is a couple years older. Having them in and out uh, keeps me young. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're overwhelmed with little people, just remember that it is really, it really is a blessing and it is a good thing. And if they weren't there, you might not be motivated to be as well as you are and to keep going. So it, they truly are a gift. Yes. And you mentioned the word overwhelmed. Anytime that I feel something like that coming on. I sing a hymn or one of the scriptures I've put to music or zippity-doo-dah, zippity-ay, you know, just sing. Especially praises will make a whole difference in that overwhelmed feeling. Yeah, I love that. Well, I think we'll end on that. And thank you again so much for joining us today. I know I've got so much out of it. And I, if you're listening, I hope that you did too. And you'll be able to find everything that Anna's mentioned in the show notes, and I'll have links for that. Thank you again, Anna, for joining us. You're welcome. Yeah. Is she amazing or what? Also, I don't think I shared with you that Anna has sang to me before when she knew I was having a really rough time. Not only has she sang to me on the phone, but she has left me voice messages in text with her singing. And I have to tell you, I've never met Anna in person. We're in a writing group together. She is just such an amazing woman, such a sweet soul that she will reach out to anybody who needs it and give them what they need. Is she amazing or what? If you would like to contact Anna, please send me a message at contact at hardymom.com and I will forward your email to her because I don't want to give her email address out and she does not have her own website, but she has got such brilliant insights. I'm telling you, feel free. She would love to hear from you. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed her as much as I do. I just, I love her to death. And I really appreciate you joining us this week. And I would love it if you'd go to hardymom.com. You're going to find the show notes there and the transcript for this episode. And if you enjoyed this one, check out episode 50, where you'll discover how to be positive 
because it's got my unique approach to it. And I guarantee you have never heard anything like it. So have a fabulous day. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Yeah, I'm here for you. That will help you. There's advice from experts in interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too. With a Hardy Mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you.